0: guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Friday, Friday, March 18th. How's everybody doing out there today? I want to welcome you all to the show. Today's show is brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right, that great supplement company right here out of the great state of Florida. Products made right here in the great US of A. No crap from China. It's all homemade stuff right here. Go to the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Click the link, redcon1.com. Use promo code T20Cordemas. Get 20% off this weekend. Another great sale, guys. I'm telling you. Hit them on the weekends when they have the good sales. It's Friday. You got paid. uh Let's get healthy, guys. Get you some stuff. All right. On today's show, um <clears throat> now I, I know the last show i, I kind of got into a whole bunch of stuff and i labeled the show the wef world war and i, I part one it so i was going to do a part two today other things going on um i'm still doing research on that so i would probably be sunday show barring any breaking news coming in over the weekend so we're going to go with that on sunday Uh, basically what I want to touch on today is, uh, HR 2471 passed. What does that mean? And then I have a, a large chunk of the show is going to be the news of the obvious. (laughs) And, uh, thirdly is, uh, Dr. Fauci making a comeback. Uh, but first I got a couple things I want to talk to you guys about. Um, now... I know I say on a consistent basis that I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. And, you know, I know I tell you guys this is just a hobby of mine. But one thing, the people that listen to this that don't know me personally, one thing you should know about me is when I do things, I take them seriously. Now, I'm not getting paid to do this. Like I said, this is a hobby. It's a way for me to get my voice out there and let people know what I believe you take it for what it's worth um what i really liked doing the show with chris whether we got one download or 100 downloads was the conversations we would have um and what frustrated him was the fact that we were getting no feedback no no interaction obviously people are listening to the show but there's no inter- interaction and i can live with that you know it is what it is i don't think i i listen to other podcasts and i don't interact with them so i get it but, um, <clears throat> uh, so, you know, Chris and I come to you, uh, you know, or, you know, I mainly come to you guys three times a week. Chris is here every other week right now. Uh, I'm trying to do my best, um, to not just, you know, regurgitate what I've heard on the news or other podcasts. Um, <clears throat> Chris and I really try to dig for stories no one else is talking about. And when I say Chris, I may, I know he's only on the show every other week, but he does give me a lot of content to talk to you guys about. So <clears throat> we, you know, we try to find stuff that not everybody's talking about. And I've said that time and time again, I try not to get on here and say, Oh, Russia, Ukraine. Oh, COVID. Oh, you know, stuff you're hearing on every other podcast. Cause I would assume that this isn't the only podcast you listen to. I mean, it should be, but I, I'm, I know it's not. I'm a realist. Um, so I don't want to sit here and tell you the same stuff you might be hearing on, you know, whoever else you listen to, Bongino, Pool, whoever. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, but lately there's been instances where I've talked about stuff only to hear it on the news or other mainstream podcast a few days later or even a few weeks later. Um, now, <laughs> what upsets me about this is, okay, like I said, this is a hobby. I'm not getting paid to do this. Every other podcast that I listen to, and I would assume any other podcast that you guys listen to, for the most part, these individuals are, are paid to do this podcast, whether it be they have a radio show, you know, on regular radio, and then they just uh, play clips of that show on a podcast, or if it's just an hour or whatever podcast, but they have, you know, two, three, five, whatever sponsors, you know, and they're getting paid, to this is their job. Their podcasting is their job, right? I'm bringing you stuff. Me and Chris are finding stuff prior to when they talk about these things, these mainstream podcasts and um, and, or the news for that matter. And I'm not saying I'm out doing investigating journalism. I mean, me and Chris are finding this stuff. Other people are talking about it. And then I'll look it up. I'll find articles. I'll find stuff on it. So it's not like... I'm creating the news. don't I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of you know journalistic master, okay? But from a watching the t v news or listening to radio news or listening to podcast, I'm just trying to say there's things that we talk about on this show that might be days or weeks ahead of other people talking about. Now, granted, we might jump the gun on stuff. Because I'm trying to be first at a party. You hear the 24-hour rule or a 72-hour rule or whoever might say the rule. Obviously, there, there's no rule. It's their personal rule. My rule is, fuck that shit. I want to be the first one out. Because if I'm wrong, okay, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I've got it on audio that I'm right. And I did it before the next guy. Um, what I need from you guys, okay, so like a couple of weeks ago uh january 28th to be exact i did a show called the hypocritical states of america okay on that show i told you guys about a new covid variant called ba2 as you might recall if you listen to the show i called it the bs variant because obviously we're the new year we're t- hopefully going to be done with covid and then here comes another variant and i called it the bs variant then a few weeks ago, we talked about the biolabs in Ukraine. That was February 27th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I talked about that. <laughs> um, and then the uh, biolab stuff started coming out this past week. Now everybody's talking about BA2. And like I said, this was January 28th when I talked about this. <laughs> And here it is, March uh, 18th, so damn near two months later. Now it's starting to hit mainstream podcast. It's like, it really bugs me because I'm telling you guys this stuff. uh, And I know I sound like I'm whining. I'm just just looking for some credit. And what I ask from you guys is to do this. Please, if you could do nothing else. I don't ask you to, I don't have a Patreon. I don't uh, do a PayPal or whatever and say, hey, donate money. Hey, go to my Patreon and give me money. Only thing I tell you is redcon1.com, buy some stuff, be healthy. If you don't, you don't, whatever. <laughs> so that's just one little sponsor I got, nothing major. I only make money from them if you guys buy stuff. So it's not like I'm being paid by Redcon1 unless, they, unless you guys buy stuff. Um, what I'm trying to ask of you guys is when you hear these stories, now I know sometimes we have stupid shit and we talk about stupid stuff. Um, I personally believe the DTOM file shows that we're doing every other Friday are, are interesting. They might be long. They might be two, three hours long. I get it. They're long. But it's not like you got to sit there and listen to the whole thing. You can break it up. You can listen to 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever at a time. But the information we're giving to you in these shows, for the most part, is, is good stuff. Stuff you probably haven't heard before um depending on how much you personally dig into things now the people that listen to the show because they're interested in whatever you know like the the show's called don't tread on america so we're you know obviously you know what we're about so you want to hear the things we're talking about i try to leave i try to leave show notes i don't want to go in too much detail in the show notes because then you'd be like well i read all show notes i don't need to listen to it <laughs> right and i do leave links two articles if I feel like it's an article that you need to read, because maybe I'm making up the bullshit, and there's my proof, but, um, you know, what I'm asking you guys to do is please, if you could just share this with your friends, and on your social media sites, so if you're on Facebook or Twitter, whatever, um, share, share the show, so I'm trying to, I, I'm on Getter now, Don't Tread on America is on Getter. I don't. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't post a lot on there, mainly because I haven't used to doing it. Um, when I do the Twitter and the uh, Facebook post, when I get done with doing the show and it and it gets put on the the this uh, this distributor's website, it automatically posts a thing to the uh, to Facebook and Twitter and stuff. I'm not doing that, and then the web page updates. Uh, I haven't yet figured out how to do that with Getter to include it into everything yet. Um, but nonetheless, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, if you follow the show, Don't Tread on America on Facebook, DTom underscore 1775 on Twitter, and just share the show. You know, we have about a thousand plus something people following us on Facebook. We can take more. It's an interactive page. You guys can post stuff. You can say whatever you want. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. I've gotten to plenty of arguments. Me and Chris have gotten to plenty of arguments with with liberals on that page. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't kick them off the page. If they can say what they want, I, I don't care. I'll make you look like a fool just as easily. It doesn't matter to me. But um, I, I you know I'm just trying to keep this. I, I want to stay motivated to be able to do this. If you guys are <laughs> understanding my drift now. My my schedule at work is changing. I'm gonna still try to bring you the shows on Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, we'll have to see. I, I don't see it being a problem. You know, it might be a hiccup every now and again with daughter's appointments and stuff. But nonetheless, I'm trying to do this because it helps me get things off my mind, so I don't keep things bottled up, and that saves other people's too. <laughs> Anyway, to make a long story long, or a short story long, or how do I want to do this? Anyway, I want to get past it. I just want to thank you guys for listening, and um, thank you for everything you guys do to help the show, and I know there are some of you guys that do follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter, and you do retweet, and you do um, share the stuff on Facebook, and I appreciate that, but I need need more of y'all to do it. It doesn't hurt to click the share button. It doesn't oh, look at that. Just did it. <laughs> right. Um, and also, you know, fact check me if I'm wrong. Fucking tell me I'm wrong. I can I can handle it. But I can tell you one thing. I'm, I guarantee you that we're more right than we're wrong. And like I said, we're just two dudes. We both work a full time job with a part time podcast. This is not a job. This is a hobby. We don't get paid to do this. We're not journalists and we don't work for a major metropolitan newspaper getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to report the news. We're just, we got a hair up our ass. We bought a couple of microphones, a mixing board and sugar water. Here we are. (laughs) Anyway. All right. All right. Let's get a, before I uh, get into the show, I wanted to play this. Now, this is something you might have heard on another podcast Um, I actually came across this video on Twitter and then I I subsequently heard it on another podcast yesterday. So whatever, but nonetheless, this is, um, a clip from an Australian TV. Uh, I think it was sky, uh, yeah, sky news in Australia, which is owned by Fox. So, you know, take it for what that's worth, but nonetheless, and, uh, (laughs) this, this, uh, lady on here, one of the uh, anchors. This is what she has to say about our illustrious vice president.
1: To the cackling nincompoop who is a heartbeat away (laughs) from the presidency, the comprehensibly incapable Kamala Harris. Her wretched performance this week has cemented her place as the worst vice president in U.S. history. And my word, they've had a few doozies, including one who shot founding father, Alexandra Hamilton, Dead? Yeah, he shot him dead. And another one who couldn't even <laughs> spell potato. But I you know what? Even Dan spell potato, is mate. a genius when compared to Kamala. After a cringeworthy performance in recent weeks, she had the opportunity to redeem herself during a vitally important trip to Poland and Romania as Russia's invasion of Ukraine plunges the region into a deepening crisis. The White House said her visit will demonstrate the strength and unity of the NATO alliance. What it actually did was demonstrate the utter ineptitude of the vice president.
0: (laughs) Now, she's not wrong. She's playing videos. Um, This whole thing with Kamala, it's as bad as we think um, Biden is. This like she's like this lady saying that she is a heartbeat away, right? She goes on to say,
1: You might be wondering what prompted that mad cackling during such a serious press conference. Was there perhaps a moment of lightness during such a dark time? Well, no, that embarrassing performance was prompted by a serious question about the unfolding refugee crisis. Is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees,
0: now it's like she's almost not even paying attention to the question. She looks at the guy and she's like, "Oh, what? Is it me? Is it you? Is she talking to me? You, you talking to me?" She looks at, "Oh, oh, wait!" And then she starts with her, her cackling, and oh, it's so funny. Oh, this is a person that doesn't belong. She, she's, she is literally there because of. It's who she is and what she that looks Ukrainian like.
1: Ukrainian President President Zelensky's former press secretary said this of Kamala after that chuckle happy performance with the Polish president. It would be a tragedy <laughs> if this woman won the presidency. Never mind winning it. The fear is she'll be installed president during Biden's first term should the 79-year-old's health decline further. But, put the mad chuckling to one side, Kamala Harris's incompetence and complete lack of foreign policy acumen was on display every time she actually answered a question. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see and because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened
0: she is a fucking moron i'm sorry (laughs) at any rate i don't want to play the whole clip it's like five minutes long um if you guys want to go on twitter look it up but point being is reason i wanted to play this was this is and i've played a a few things from sky news in australia this is what they think of us i told you guys the other day about the uh saudis when uh, biden's calling over there asking for a little help with russia and a little help with oil they don't answer the phone. This is what other countries think of us. How how bad is how bad is it that we not even a year well year and two months into Joe Biden's presidency, and he has literally made this country a laughing stock of the world. We are not respected militarily, um, financially. Uh, By any stretch of the imagination, there's no respect for this country. I'm sure there's some pissant countries out there that, oh, it's USA. It's the great USA. But the other uh, world-dominated countries, China, Russia, India, Pakistan, Saudi, Australia, these major countries, they they, they laugh at us. We are a fucking joke to these countries. And, you know, say what you want about midterm elections and, and whatever, whatever. I get that. That's not going to change this because, okay, what do we do? Oh, we flipped the house. We flipped the Senate. Good to go. We've got X amount of congressmen, Republican, and X amount of senators, Republican. Cool. What the fuck does that got to do with the price of tea in China? Are you going to impeach Biden? Okay, then you got this dumbass as your vice president, as your president. And then what are you going to impeach her and put some other dumbass, whoever she picks as her vice? Only thing you're going to do is assuming there is this big, great red wave like everyone's hoping, what are you going to do? We're just literally going to have two years of our thumbs up our asses watching this old man decay in front of us like the dude, what was that fucking show, uh, Tales from the Crypt, you know, man, he's just going to fade away over the next two years till either he steps down. You know, God forbid something happens to him. Um, or if they are, you know, Amendment 25, I, I don't know. But none of those things are good for us. No, nothing you can sit there and say is a good thing. I don't want Biden to be president as much as the next person, thus, the reason I didn't vote for him. Okay. But getting rid of him, however, that happens. Whether, like I said, whether it's impeachment, he, he retires, he, uh, they, you know, do, you know, amendment 25, you know, whatever. None of those things are good for us because all it does is put her in his place. She's less qualified than Biden is. Hell, saki would probably make a damn better <laughs> president than her. She's just going to laugh her way around. She can't even answer a fucking question. She talks around the question. You ask her a question, and she answers the question with a question. She is literally an idiot. Anyway, so what was what's the saying? You get you don't get what, you know. You're gonna get what you wish for. Or out of the frying pan into the fire. Uh, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. What else can we say here? I say we we flip the house. And just don't let him get any of his stupid bullshit past. And then just pray to God nothing happens over the next two years until we can get, uh, you know, someone in the friggin' White House that has half a fucking brain. You know, whether that's Trump, whether that's DeSantis, whether it's someone else, whether it's me. Hell, I'd make a better president than him. I'd make a better president than most of them. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, I talked to you guys about this uh, last week where congress had passed uh HR 2471 it was going in front of senate this week and of course it passed because you know otherwise otherwise known as the consolidated appropriations act of 2022 but the biggest item in this bill was the 13.6 billion billion for, for ukraine right um press secretary jen psaki at baby had this to say she says um those 31 republican senators voted against the 13.6 billion for ukraine 800 stinger missiles 9000 anti tank weapons 7000 small arms 20 million rounds of ammo here's the problem <laughs> of course the left the democrats cnn msnbc all these whatever they're going to talk about tom cotton and these other senators that voted against it because it's being framed as this was aid for ukraine it was a 1.5 trillion dollar spending bill 1.5 trillion with a t 13.6 billion with a b was for ukraine so it's like this bill was just about ukraine I think it was, what, less than 10% of that dollar amount was for Ukraine, okay? And I think one of the comments from, I think, was Tom Cotton said it was, you know, less than 10% was for Ukraine. I think the bigger picture is you have a $1.5 trillion anything bill, whatever the bill's for. The media, the Democrats, the Republicans do it too. Whoever's trying to pass the bill, they're going to highlight one thing in the bill that's going to get the the public's attention you know whatever that one thing is uh covid relief <gasps> two two trillion dollars for covid relief what was the well, i don't know, remember the exact dollar amount but it was a it was a large ass amount for that remember when we we're going to get the stimulus checks and then you had people doing the math well if there's 300 million people and each person's getting a 16, 14, whatever, $100, that's only X amount of dollars. Where's the other, you know, 2 point blah, 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 you know. And that's the point. They, they focus on one section of the bill. Oh, it's $13.6 billion for Ukraine. Cool. What's the other $1.4, you know, three seven trillion going to? Where, where's those questions? Maybe that's why the 31 Republican senators voted against it. Or maybe hear me out maybe it had something to do with something else that i talked to you guys about that was in this bill because no one's talking about this bill you you might hear it if you watch the news you watch other or you listen to other podcasts you might hear them say oh yeah they passed the consolidated acts bill of 2022 and they passed the uh 13.6 you know billion for ukraine uh relief you're gonna hear that because that's the way they presented the bill Oh, this is to help the people of Ukraine. This is to help them militarily. This is to get them some weapons and whatever. Of course, you're going to get the public opinion of, oh, yeah, we've got to help these Ukrainians. We've got to do that. Please sign the bill. There was two fucking thousand four hundred and seventy-six pages in this book, in this bill, guys. There was, I don't know exactly how many different items was in this bill. It wasn't just. Ukraine, $13.6 billion. If that was the case, it would have been called the Ukraine aid bill, $13.6 billion. No, (laughs) it wasn't called that. That was one section. It was the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2022. I put the bill in the show notes, asked you guys to read it, asked you guys to call your senators, whether you did, did or you didn't, I don't know. Maybe you're listening to the show and think Don, he's full of shit. They would never do that. Guess what? They did on March 11. Congress approved the colossal financial bill for 1.5 trillion spending, and was signed into law by former Vice President. <laughs> that's funny, uh, Joe Biden. On March 15th, within those 2,741 pages of HR 2471, it has increased the budget across many of the a- areas. And $13.6 billion in aid for Ukraine. What's, what's that? Having troubles getting to work because of high gas prices? Or sick and tired of having your home close to the border being broken into by illegal immigrants? Uh, you know, what are you worried about? We have Ukrainians to save. <laughs> I'm being facetious, by the way. However, the government is thinking about you. It just isn't what you're expecting. They are very worried about your safety when it comes to firearms. That's right. On top of the inflation they're adding to it with even more spending and increased budgets, the government has once again hidden gun laws into a bill that has nothing to do with firearms, other than the firearms we gave to the Ukrainians. (laughs) The first piece of the hidden gun control legislation is the Violence Against Women Reauthorization Act. This was an act originally passed... In uh, nineteen ninety four by Bill Clinton. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> Fortunately, some language was removed from that original um originally added last year during the first time they tried to pass it. These sections were thankfully removed. Uh section one was granting I'm sorry, section one and two granted funding programs that train police to execute red flag confiscation orders. Uh section eight oh one was the boyfriend. Loophole, and Section 802 was language included funding to turn state-level stalking laws into red flag gun laws. However, the other acts and lang- language was included in an overall spending bill. The NICS denial notification act can be found in Sections 1101 through 1102. This allows criminal investigations to be launched into firearm purchases and transfer backgrounds that are denied. Uh, many may not realize that 9 out of 10 times this uh, denial occurs. It's actually a law-abiding citizen. Unfortunately, those people are now criminally investigated. So, so long to due process. So, that means if you guys go to buy a gun, you go to your local gun shop, you buy a gun, you do something wrong, you fill out the form wrong, you do whatever, you get denied. Whatever that reason is that you get denied. It could be nothing more than the clerical error. Name mistaken identity. Whatever. You're going to get a knock at the door. Not only that, if you have guns in your home, they're probably going to confiscate them. And I'll say good luck in getting them back. Continuing into the next section, Section 1103, funding is being given to the ATF to deputize local police to enforce federal gun laws. This is an obvious attack on the Second Amendment sanctuary cities and states that pass their own Second Amendment Protection Acts. The Biden administration is working overtime to destroy the Constitution and the laws and states trying to protect it. But now, let's worry about Ukraine and let <laughs> the interesting thing about this bill is the whole thing was being disguised as Ukrainian aid for Ukrainian Ukraine, right? And the, the Stinger aircraft systems and the tank weapons and the small arms and the 20 million rounds of ammunition. But in the meantime, they want your guns what is that all about i mean i i know what it's all about but here we're okay ukraine's protecting themselves against a tyrannical government coming to invade their territory Hmm, interesting really tyrannical government and interfering oh i see you can give them a gun and ammunition and whatever to protect themselves against a tyrannical government but you're going to take my guns away so i can't protect myself from a tyrannical government hmm interesting so there is that but all i can do is say i told you guys so and we move on because it's done only thing we can really hope for at this point in time to be honest with you is that we make it through the next two years and stay out of a nuclear war um hope that dipshit mcgee doesn't get any more stupid ass bills passed if we do take over the congress you know over the senate the interesting thing is about about that bill i want to i want to tell you this is we're talking about the uh 31 senators that didn't sign the bill what about the 18 that did that's (laughs) what i'm interested in so you had uh I told you about the 39 Republicans in Congress that didn't, that signed the bill. Uh, and I didn't read their names out because there was 39 from however many different states. However, there's only 18 that in the Senate that did vote for the bill. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and read them real quick. So there's this dude. I don't know his name. Or, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know his first name. Barrasso from Wyoming. Roy Blunt from Missouri Capito from West Virginia So guys, if you're listening to me In any of these states There's two senators in each state So these, This is going to be one or two of your guys Gals, whatever Vote them out They are not here to help you Get rid of them And you're going to hear a couple of names That really need to go For sure Like Collins in Maine Okay Grassley in Iowa, Graham in South Carolina, McConnell in Kentucky, okay? Those people all sign those. We got to sign the bill. It's for Ukraine. It, how about we do this? How about you fucking amend the bill? If we want to give Ukraine $13.6 billion in weapons and aids or whatever, fucking give them the, guy, the stuff. Give it to them. I'm sorry. almost cursed there. I, I really try to stay away from that word, and I, I did. I stopped myself. But I get really pissed off because I'm pissed off because this bill was passed under the guise of helping Ukrainian people, which, fine, if that's what you want to do, whatever. No one's asking a question. What about the other $1.4 trillion that passed in this bill? Where did that money go? Not to mention, what about the other things that got passed in this bill, i.e. the gun rules? These are Republican senators. Republican Congress people from your state that signed and voted for these bills to be passed. And I guarantee, I guarantee fucking to you, they passed these bills because it was about the Ukrainian people, which means they didn't read the freaking bill. These people need to go away. Sorry, they need to be gone. Please, when you're voting, if these people are up for election in these midterms, whoever's on these lists, go back two shows ago. The Republican Congress people are on that list. Look at the show notes, it's there. I'll put this article in these show notes. Get the names. If any of these people are in your states, vote them out. You need to get rid of them. Now I'm not saying let's vote for a Democrat in place of them. Not do that. But let's pray to God they're being primaried by another Republican. I'm tired of these fools. And I'm done with this section. (laughs) All right. On to the next story of the day. News of the obvious. With your host, BCGC. All right. It's been a while since we've done a news of the obvious section. So I wanted to bring you that one. And uh, (laughs) the reason... I want to bring you this is because um, you remember two years ago when uh, the uh, former director of national intelligence, James Clapper, had this to say about a certain soon to be president's son.
2: Obama. So, director, a bunch of questions from this. Let me just start with this. How much does the source matter? Right. So you hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the, the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the, does the source matter here? Well, source matters a lot and, uh, and the timing matters a lot, I think. And to me, this is just uh, classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian uh, tradecraft at work. Uh, the Russians have analyzed the target. They understand that the president and his enablers uh, crave uh, dirt on Vice President Biden, whether it's real or contrived. That doesn't matter to them. And so, all of a sudden, two two and a half weeks before the election, uh, this laptop appears somehow uh, without and uh, emails on it without any metadata. Uh, It just—it's all very curious. But so here you have. Uh, a willing target, and the Russians who are very sophisticated about how to exploit a, a, a willing target. And uh, to me, that's what's at work here. And so, you know, when you, you try to figure out the specifics of, you know, whether that meeting email, for example, is real in the midst of this, um, do you think stuff like that could just have been planted in there and be completely fake? I do. I think the uh, the emails could be con- uh, could be contrived. Sent- particularly since, as I understand it from what I've read, uh, they appear uh, without any metadata, that is you know, from, to, and, and any technical data, uh, at least immediately evident. Now, uh, if this computer is in the hands of the FBI, they have obviously excellent, uh, sophisticated, uh, technical and forensic uh, analytic capabilities, and I think they'll be able to sort it out, whether this is genuine or not. But you know, it's it's all pretty curious, uh, given again two and a half weeks out from the election.
0: Well, there you go. So um, you remember that James Clapper, Russian disinformation, Russian this and Russian bots and Russian that and Russia, 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 Russia. It's like fucking Jam Brady, Russia, Russia, Russia. Um, what what kills me about this is what did uh, what just came out right. Uh, the New York Times has confirmed what the public has known long for a long time now. That the Hunter Biden laptop, with all its incriminating emails and scandalous media, is authentic. <laughs> now this is the laptop that launched a thousand lies. The lies, came, the lies came from CNN's Brian Stelter, who claimed the real story wasn't the laptop, which he suggested was Russian disinformation, but how the story was manufactured. <laughs> then there were the lies from Lisa, uh, Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes, who argued that the Hunter laptop can't be confirmed, can't be verified, not verification, could um, or could not happen, but that was impossible. And... Uh, where was where was that? I got the clip. I got it somewhere. Where is it at? Oh, come on. I thought I had it. I guess I didn't. Now <laughs> well, here it is.
3: It's this I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen and you don't cover it. Because you want to talk about Well, because it can't be verified. You want I'm, to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Well, of course but... it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop. It. Leslie. Leslie. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family verified. hasn't the family on the laptop. He's gone into hiding. For five days he's gone into hiding. He's
1: preparing for
3: your debate. Oh, it's taking him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All Go right. ahead. All right. So let's get back to the main calling.
0: Yeah. So um <laughs> so Here's Trump. Once again, right. Once again, I got, I got, this is kind of a clippy show, but I, I, I just want to hear, these are the words coming out of these people, the people that are accusing uh, the Trump, President Trump or the Trump uh, administration or people working for Trump, that this is all Russian disinformation. But is it? Well,
3: i tell you what, I, uh, I hope he does look at me because what's happening here is, you know who I am, you know who he is, do you know his character, you know my character, you know our reputations for honor and telling the truth. Lies. I am anxious to have this race. I am anxious to see this take place. I am character. The best thing about this video is Trump's, is Trump's
0: face. Look at us closely. The whole time Biden's talking.
3: Biden. If and this then we're have stuff is true first. about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you simple. a corrupt politician. Nobody's take look President at the Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue me, of race. We're talking about the, the issue. From hell. President Trump, Nobody. We're, we're talking about race right now and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you have disc- to respond to that please. because look, Very quickly. there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except His and his good friend Rudy Giuliani. You mean the laptop yeah. is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? You and that's exactly, be. What, is this that's exactly where you're going? what this is exactly what this is where he's going. The laptop yeah, right. is Russia, Russia, Gentlemen, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Mr. Here we go President- again with Russia. We're going to
0: continue on the issue of race. Yeah, so there you go. And I love how she gives Biden the opportunity to say whatever. Trump was right the whole freaking time. Call him crazy. Call him a madman. He was legitimately getting pissed. And why, in my opinion, why in the hell he would want to be president again is beyond me. Granted, he hasn't said he's going to run. But nonetheless, it's still a situation... (laughs) <laughs> Why? Why would you want to go through this shit again? But anyway, so the lies also came from the New York Times, which called the Hunter Biden uh, information unsustainable. In truth, the laptop and its contacts are very real, very damaging, and suggest, if not outright prove, criminal conduct by Hunter Biden. While the focus of this article is on intelligence community and its operations on American soil... Um, Let me write briefly on the potential for criminal charges against Hunter Biden. The New York Times is a bit off target when it suggests that the DOJ has an uphill battle in charging Hunter Biden for violating the uh, Foreign Agent uh, Registration Act. But um, there's been a debate within the Justice Department over whether the available evidence proves that Mr. Biden intended to violate it. Which uh, the government must prove in order to secure a criminal conviction. Uh, I think the bigger th- thing is this. Now, like it reads on to say, the Hunter Biden acted as a U.S. agent of foreign government. Hunter B- uh, Biden failed to notify U.S. Attorney General that he was acting as an agent of a foreign government, and uh, that Hunter Biden knowingly agreed to operate within U.S., subject to direction of and control of a foreign government or official. I think it's bigger than that. I mean, if he was working for China or or Ukraine or whoever, it's bigger than that. What about, what was it? uh, Bobolinsky was on Tucker, uh, you know, when was this, two years ago, a year and a half ago? And was talking about this. And Remember, he talked about the big guy, 10% for the big guy. Who the fuck's the big guy? Well, it's probably the dude that has the big guy uh, license plate on his fucking vet. It's probably him. Oh, who's that? Biden. Hunter? No, daddy. Okay, brings me back to all this bullshit that's going on in Ukraine. What is it about? Isn't it interesting that Hunter Biden worked for an oil company or whatever, Burisma, in Ukraine? He worked for the Chinese in trying to um, get cobalt and nickel and and these minerals, these these mines in central... um, in, in uh central europe and uh for china he worked for these foreign governments i told you on the last show when i was talking about the West world war and i'll continue on with that on sunday but we talked about how ukraine is the launderer of europe this is where all the dirty corporations and companies go to and and i shouldn't say end companies i meant corporations companies and biden's people like this clinton's (laughs) that's where these people go to hide their money now i'm not saying that putin's some kind of international hero and he's going invading this and doing whatever to to expose joe biden it's pretty elaborate if if that were the case but once again we only know what we see on tv we only know what people are telling us. I'm not there. I don't. I'm not in Ukraine. So, I'm not saying it's lies. I'm not saying it's innuendo. But with all this other stuff going on, <laughs> what the hell can you believe anymore? The facts are there. It's there. I can't. I want to know what the fuck's on this laptop. I don't care about him. Pictures of him smoking crack and. You know, snort and coke off a hooker's ass. I don't give a shit about that. Cool, you do you, bro. Every, Just about every president since news media has been around has had a fucked up family member of some sort. Right? So, whatever. You want to snort blow off a hooker's ass? You want to do crack? You want to... <laughs> cool. I don't care. I don't do that shit. You do you in 22. Right? What I want to know about is the business dealings he had with these foreign governments, whether it's Ukraine or China or Saudi or whoever, and how that involved Joe Biden. If Hunter was acting on his own volition and using the Biden name as a catalyst to get money, then cool, whatever. But if he was doing those things and giving a percentage back to the big guy and the big guy knew about it then he's in cahoots he's just as guilty if he know if he's knowingly taking money from his son who is a fucking idiot and a half although he probably would make a better vice president than kamala but nonetheless uh if he's knowingly taking this money from his idiot son where would, where are you getting you know if Hunter closes a deal for you know hundred million dollars for whatever from Ukraine and ten percent of that goes to Joe if your kid came to you and gave you ten million dollars well, yes, when you asked where in the fuck did you get that from <laughs> you would right especially if your hunt your son was a fucking crack smoking snorting coke off a hooker's asses individual. That'd be my first question. Where'd you get 10 million? Where'd you get 10,000? You know, but if Joe's just looking the other way, then he's just as culpable in this situation. And thus would be one reason to get him out of the office. But then again, like I said, we have another shit storm with fucking dipshit in there. But it's just interesting to me. So here's Trump also. I'm sorry. I'm clipping you to death. I get it. But these are his words. I'm not making shit up. But it's just funny how this man was demonized by the media.
3: to To call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his
2: laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it
0: yeah and you can you can hear the anger in his voice because to me now, now mind you, I'm not saying Trump's an angel. I'm sure he's just as full of shit as a lot of the other politicians, but that's I think where the twist is. I don't think he is a politician. he obviously was a businessman more so um say what you want about Trump. You can't tell me life wasn't better two years three years ago when Trump was in there before COVID covid was part of the plan to get him out the things he's saying in in the the anger you can hear in his voice is because he's telling you the truth it's kind of like my montage at the beginning of this show i bring you guys the truth and it pisses me off that i two three four days a week two three weeks later i hear it on another podcast i'm like damn i told these people about this back in january or whenever it was Just frustrating. I'm sorry. If you guys were in my shoes and you did a podcast and you talked about the things I talk about and then a few days or a few weeks later you hear it on a mainstream podcast, it would upset you too. Just put yourself in my shoes. I'm in Trump's shoes right now. I feel his pain. He's telling you. He told you. These people are crooks. They're criminals. They're taking for money. They're doing these things. And everyone's like... Trump's just crazy. He's just saying that because Biden's running against him. He said the same shit about Hillary. She's not a crook. Oh, she is. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, I got I got another clip. I I won't play it. It's a minute long, but it's uh, yeah I'm gonna play it.
3: Well, by the way, it's, it's, there's nothing to any of that. Nothing to any of that. It's all a smear. Every major outfit, every serious investigator has pointed out that this is a smear. This is classic Trump. We have four days left and all of a sudden there's a laptop. And you may, you may recall there's also talk about four months before there was a similar thing that somebody had allegedly. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community.
0: I'm going to interrupt dipshit for a second. You notice how he says, we're four days away and all of a sudden there's a a laptop. Okay, so this particular video was dumbass Mr. Poopy Pants himself saying what he was just saying. His words, it's four days, we got four days and now a laptop shows up. So when was when they vote? November 6th, I think it was, right? So four days. This would have been like the second or whatever of November. Joe, the FBI had the laptop since 2019. So they've had it. They had had it at this point for like a year. They didn't have it for four days. The information just got out. Conveniently enough.
3: That the Russians are engaged. Russians. look... This go. is my son's an honorable man. Bullshit. And all the investigations that were done around the issue of what was going on in Ukraine, if you notice, every one of the major people who worked for Trump during impeachment went under oath and under oath said, Biden did his job. No law was broke. Biden, this Biden, did his job. Hunter Biden broke no laws. That was the testimony, their testimony from Republicans and intelligence community people.
0: Yeah, it's because they're rhinos. They're, they're just as fucking guilty as you are. That's why we need to vote them out. The uniparty, you've heard this term uniparty. It's got to go. Just because they have an R next to their name. Or even a D. Because Dem- there's, all Democrats aren't pieces of shit. Okay? I'll say that. You've got to admit. It seems like Manchin and Cinema. some of these are doing the right things now you can say what you want about these individuals and say they're just doing it because they want to stay in power cool but they're doing the right things my problem is you have republicans that aren't doing the right things but interestingly enough this came out the other day so the the gentleman who owns the uh the computer repair shop in delaware is damn near bankrupt. So, (laughs) the Delaware computer repair shop owner who uh, alerted the FBI to Hunter Biden's infamous laptop before ultimately taking it to Rudy Giuliani says he's faced harassment from Big Tech, the IRS, and other government agencies ever since and now faces bankruptcy. I was getting a lot of death threats, John Paul Mac Isaac said. I have... I I had have a Wilmington trooper park in front of the shop at all time. There were multiple situations where people came in and you could tell they were not there to have a computer fixed and they were not other people in the shop. I don't know what would have happened, he told the post. I was having vegetable eggs, dog shit thrown at my shop every morning. Mac Isaac forty five said His life was completely upended after the laptop contents became public in a series of reports by New York Post in October of 2020. The laptop came into Mac Isaac's possession after the future president's son dropped it off for repairs in April of 2019 and never came back. The hard drive contained a trove of emails, text messages, photos, and financial documents between Hunter and his family, and business associates the files show a laundry list of shady deals around the world with hunter biting looking to cash in on his family's connections. Things got so bad that Mac Isaac was forced to close down the shop at Trolley Square and flee the state on November 5, 2020. He spent almost a year held up with his family in Lakewood, Colorado after sp- and spent time in woodworking school. <laughs> When he apl- applied for unemployment in December, Isaac ran into complications with government officials. I would open up a case, would hear, wouldn't hear, would hear anything, then another case, and then another case, and then I was finally, I was told to stop opening cases. They would keep closing the cases, he said. As bills piled up, Mac Isaac dipped into his 401k, but checks never came. In December of 21, the computer, sh- uh, computer man sent a pointed letter to the Delaware, Delaware Senator Chris Coons, I would hate to think I was singled out in a politically motivated attack if a state agency was weaponized to punish a perceived political enemy. The country has to, the right to know he won the Democratic colleague of Joe Biden. The unemployment came, uh, cash came swiftly after that, though Mac Isaac insists he still ended up getting shortchanged by several thousand dollars. So here you go. Situation where this gentleman you know, doing his due diligence as a as an American citizen and this is how he gets treated by your government. But yet, let's pass bill 2471 so we can come get your guns. Guys, these people are not your friends. We have got to maintain vigilance and we have to watch these people. They are crooked as hell. And they're coming after you. They're coming after you. I hate to, I hate to be like that. Um, it just... It's very frustrating. All right. On to the final segment of the day. Is Dr. Fauci making a comeback? Um, well, of course. You know, as I reported back in January, BA2 is uh, spreading through europe they're they're labeling it the deltacron combination of Omicron and delta variant and we're all gonna die here's the thing about that okay so for two years we dealt with with covid right and then january we're still dealing with it february we start focusing on russia and ukraine and then magically enough covid goes away so could it be a situation where they kind of keep COVID on the back burner, just kind of keep it simmering there, so that this war in Ukraine's kind of gotten out of control? So are they going to start dialing that back down now and start cranking up the uh, fear porn on uh, on COVID? Uh, let's hear what Doctor <clears throat> Dr. Fauci has to say about the situation. We have to be careful. That if we do see a surge as a result of that, that we're flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could be necessary to stop an additional surge. That could mean a return of mandatory masking, especially in areas of high transmission. Yeah, fuck that shit. Here's the thing, guys. You guys know as well as I do. I'm to the point anymore, granted, I live in Florida, where we really haven't had to deal with a bunch of this bullshit for a while. So, in when I'm out and about, if I see somebody with a mask on, I, I just naturally assume that they are so blinded and they are so woke or they're sick that I just stay away from them because they're so trained. They are the Pavlov's dogs of our time, especially the ones you see driving in cars with a mask on by themselves. It's like, Jesus Christ, are you so used to wearing a thing you don't even know what you're doing? It's like putting on underwear in the morning. It's like you get dressed, you put your underwear, you put your pants, socks, shoes, mask, head out the door. I think it is like that with some of these people. But you can't tell me now that you've had that taste of freedom. Now they're, they're thinking, well, we might have to go back to mask. Is it, or is it a fact that Dr. Fauci has been hiding for the last couple of months. Now he wants to be relevant again. If I was him, I'd just sit my ass in a corner, collect my 475 or whatever it is, $1,000 he makes a year, and shut my fucking mouth. Because it is what it is. We've two years into this situation. We know what COVID is, right? If you want to get a vaccine, fucking get the vaccine. If you don't, don't. (laughs) If you want to wear the mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. I don't get a flu shot every year. I haven't never got a flu shot. Okay. If I get the flu, I get the flu. If I don't, I don't. What I try to do is I try to take vitamins. I try to do the right things. I try to get some exercise. I try to eat well as best as possible. But, you know, I'm human. I try to live my life, too. So guess what, guys? I'm going to tell you in closing. Live your life. This is 2022. And the phrase for this year is, you do you in 22. Okay? And with that being said, guys, I'm going to close out the show. Don't forget to check out our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Don't Tread on America. and on uh, Twitter at DTOM, DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me, it's PCGC underscore 1775. And uh, please go to the website, com. It's free to join, subscribe. Um, I'm not going to spam you to death. You'll just get updates on shows, any blogs I do um stuff like that if you guys have any ideas anything you want to talk about hell if you want to be a guest on the show let me know we can do a skype situation if you got something you want to talk about let's do it you you know if you guys want to do a live show we can do a live show you guys let me know this is this is the show for the people i'm just a facilitator to bring you a bunch of bullshit but i just need you guys do me a favor spread the shit oh wait a no. Get the word out, guys. Tell your friends. Um, let's just keep this thing going. All right, guys. With that being said, it is Friday, March eighteenth, 2022. Don't forget to join me on Sunday where I will talk about growing plants in your backyard. No. Um, I'm going to continue with the WEF World War Part 2. I'm going to go into some details of the names I gave you guys on Wednesday's show and tell you how fucked up they are. I started doing stuff on them but i didn't really have enough to do a whole show because i i was reading about all this other stuff brought to you today but unless anything earth shattering happens this weekend that's what the show will be about sunday so join me then until then you guys have a great day and i'll talk to you then see ya